Welcome back. Big howdy ho to all of our listeners. Howdy ho. Welcome to the Ladders Podcast. A big howdy ho to my aunt, Laura, who's listening to this for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> now your dad listens and your aunt listens. I don't like that one iota. <laughs> my little brother listens. Which is fine because we're clones. Like, yeah. I, I don't, like he's not going to judge me for any of my shit. Your aunt is going to judge you for all your stuff. Yeah, Laura, I'm just telling you right now, if you ever show my mom this, my mom thankfully doesn't know how to use the internet. She doesn't even have Facebook at this point. Uh, I will disown you. I will never speak to you again. All right, you hear that, Laura? And welcome to the loudest podcast, Laura, and everyone everyone who's not Sarancha's <laughs> aunt. Uh, welcome to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I figured out, finally, after 108 episodes, I figured out what the show is. What is it? It's Sarancha Loves Insane Stuff. And Asterios loves Sarancha. Yeah, Sarancha's fucking nuts. Yeah, exactly. Sarancha's nuts. She's like, hey, I found out about this guy who paid a guy to do something in a car and he's suing <laughs> sex workers. Like, hey, I found out about a weird factory that makes like knockoff bags. Like, but you like you're always finding weird I found out about a new drug that says it'll grow your whatever. Like, I love it. Laura, what he's referring to is this gentleman named Russell Greer. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not getting into it. Let's just move on. But I, but listeners, I think that's what the show is. It's taken a while, but it's just like, whatever this girl likes, I'm into it. Because she likes it so much. And I like her so much. And I like you. Oh, look. All right. Hey, I know you got a big show planned here. I, let's let's not get too meta here. I, I'm going to let you take the risk. All right. So today's the first thing that I want to talk about is, so you know boomers, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Laura, you know you're a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, you're not. Okay. So which one is more boomer? Hooters or Playboy? Because which is we, more boomer? Yeah, we got in a big... Hooters or Playboy? We Not an argument, but like a spat. And I put it up on my Twitter, like a poll, mm -hmm. which is more boomer. And the well, audience... You know what? Before you reveal the results of that poll, why don't we talk about that a little bit? Is that okay? Yeah, uh-huh. Because I still think I'm right. <laughs> okay, well, we, we don't even know what our positions are at this point. Yeah. Which do you think is more boomer? Hooters. Hooters? You think Hooters is more boomer than By Playboy? far. Now, why do you think that? Because the whole concept of the restaurant is, hey, are you a pervert? Do you want to leer at young girls? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on over here. We'll see, feed you Cisco food. Yeah. And you can just like stare. You can make weird sexual nundos and they have to be nice to you. Oh, yeah. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. Their tip depends on them being nice to you. Uh Forcing young people to be nice to you is quintessential boomerism. Wow, that's okay. That's a good point. Keep Think going. about it. Like Karen, the whole conceit of a Karen is that they're bitching about the fact that you were not nice to them or you didn't accommodate every single thing that they said. <laughs> yes, that's true. Do you agree that most Karens are boomers? All Karens are boomers. Exactly. So the entire idea of Hooters is like, I want to get the breast. And then the waitress will be like, I'm sorry, do you mean like you want a grilled chicken breast? Breast? And then you could be like, I want a big breast. And yeah. it's like, well, I mean, the chicken pieces are what they are. Like, like you're going to get whatever chicken piece is available. Right. And if the waitress says something like, uh, that's kind of gross <laughs> what you're uh, leering at me, then they'll bitch. And yeah. that's... 
she gets fired from her job because that's the whole conceit of the restaurant is we have to accommodate every weird, stupid thing that you say because the conceit of the restaurant is leering at hot women. It is nice to have power over women. And all, and the thing is, like, uh, you could really fuck up their night. You got tw- like you have a twelve person table there, and you don't leave a tip, which probably happens all the time in America. Oh, dude, I bet. Yeah, that's the most American thing I could think of. Like, a, like a family reunion at Hooters that doesn't leave a tip. <laughs> um, okay, look, that's all very, very boomer. That's all very boomer. That's all very boomer. I'm not saying Hooters is not boomer. I'm saying Playboy is more Boomer than Hooters. I disagree. And here's why. Because much like Boomers, Playboy is irrelevant. You, The only reason you buy it is if you're like a weird pervert who can only get there from like a weird old 1950s aesthetic. Okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. Have you ever bought an issue of Playboy? Oh, yeah. Which one? Um, Do you remember? Yeah, I think the one that had the Patricia Helfer from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Yeah, because that's because and look, that's obviously a different thing. Playboy for a while was like, we'll pay a celebrity to be nude in our magazine. Yeah, that was the first issue of Playboy I've ever bought. First and last. Was the Trisha Helfer one? No, the uh, Azalea Banks was in Playboy at one point. Is Azalea Banks that lady that like accused Elon Musk of using the N-word? Yes. Uh I got yes, I got it. (laughs) You heard that pause? That was every boomer like going, <gasps> and then and then when when a zoomer gave us approval, <sighs> no, because Azalea Banks has been everywhere. Azalea Banks is fucking fascinating to me because she does nothing. Like she hasn't released an album, I think, in a decade at awesome. this point. But she's always everywhere. <laughs> like awesome. um, Azalea Banks is also the bitch that uh, she was at a house party and. Russell Greer, she comes out, not Russell Greer. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. She was like, Russell Crowe called me the N-word. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Russell and Crow. Russell Crowe was like, hey, I may have th- I may have thrown a phone at a bellhop in a, in a hotel, but I did not say the N-word. Yeah, no, and Russell Crowe was like, I did not call her the N-word. I uh, removed her. I physically removed her because she was going to attack, and I don't remember who the other house guest was. And then CCTV footage comes out of Zaley Banks, like, smashing a wine bottle like a fucking street fighter <laughs> threatening somebody and Russell Crowe bear hugs her and throws her out the door and she's like no he also called me the n-word why am I not supposed to like Azalea Banks again because she sounds pretty awesome oh like, she's also anyone who, anyone who smashes a bottle to turn it into a knife you know how there's no 99% of the time there's no way that works there is no <laughs> way you have enough bottle hilt left to make a shiv there's no way you don't just destroy your hands in one move I tried to do that one time and I'm I so- cut the shit out I'm of sorry what it wasn't to fight somebody it was because so Pokemon Go just had come out <laughs> And um, I thought it would be funny to make a joke being like, because, you know, you can see with the uh, AR, you can see like the Pokemon in your house. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? So I thought it would be funny to have like a weapon being like, get out of my house and post that on Twitter or something. So I took a bottle and I smashed it on the ground. I guess that was my fatal flaw. And I cut the absolute shit out of my hand. Thankfully, I was in Australia. So I had to, I got to go to the hospital. I paid $20. I got 
40 stitches. Your hand looks beautiful. Like, you can't right. even tell. You know what? You might have like a longer love line or some shit because of your shit posting. Wait, I saw that. Okay, first off, I remember seeing that picture and that yeah. picture was hysterical. It was funny. I took it while my hand was bleeding out. Well, look, look, I'm, look, if you're gonna, you gotta get the shot. You gotta get the shot before you go to the hospital. Okay, so, and, d- and you had enough usable hilt so that the picture read? Yeah, uh-huh. Listeners, if you've ever smashed a bottle to make an improvised ship, maybe it's easier than I thought. Sriracha did it. Azalea Banks did it. All of our famous crazy Zoomers are doing it. It's called bottle knifing. It's the new hot trend. You've heard of black fishing. Now there's bottle knifing. I taught you that word this morning. Oh, yes, you did. Black fishing. Black fishing. That is when you edit your photos to look significantly darker than your natural skin tone, which we know because Nikita Dragon apparently does that, according to Trisha Paytas, who got in a slap fight over who and who is and who is not a pedophile. Okay, and there goes our YouTube ad ref. Again, I, I, I thought we had a word for that. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, cut that out. Uh, who is and is not a kith? A child kith. I'll take it. I, you know what? This kith thing is going to... St- okay, all right. We're, all right, we'll say kith. Yeah, that was great. Um, like, uh, can you just walk people through that little spat reel? Because I love that little spat. Okay, well, I'm not totally up to date on this spat, but Trisha Paytas said something crappy about Nikita Dragon, who, who is? is a proto, she is a trans woman, okay. who is a very popular YouTuber and Instagram influencer. And then, by the way, listeners, did you hear that little okay I said, where it's like, I'm down. I'm done. Okay. Hey, I'm cool. It's I'm gonna down. get weird, but it's not weird yet. I'm down. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm down. Yeah. Me fight the power. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a boomer. I'm okay with change. Change is fine. Change is cool. Change is good. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Anyways, serious hates women. So, <laughs> so Nikita Dragon did something. I don't even remember what it was. Like, th- I think Nikita threw the first shot at Trisha because. Mm-hmm. Trisha usually doesn't, like, Trisha gets triggered very easily, but usually there has to be something there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't usually think about other influencers or toss shit at them unless they toss shit at her first. Makes sense. So Trisha gets on the Frenemies podcast and is like, fuck Nikita Dragon, she's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And Nikita gets on Twitter, I believe, and goes through like Trisha's Rolodex of tweets back to fucking 2010 or something like a decade ago where she's like, I want to have sex with this influencer who at the time is underage. I think it was David Dobrik. Dobrik. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Look, Suraja, I'm going to tell you right now, no one who listens to this podcast is like a <laughs> Trisha Paytas stan who is going to come after you for getting minute details about this internet slap fight wrong. Mimi Yori is. That's why she drew the picture of me uh, dreaming about Trisha Paytas is because Mimi Yori is also a Mimi Trisha Yori stan. Mimi Yori likes Trisha Paytas? Yeah, she does. I did not know that. I mean, I don't know if Mimi Yori actually like consumes Trisha Paytas media or just casually likes her, but I love Trisha Paytas. I love Frenemies. I love all of her shit i paid for her only fans i heard for that. one month did I, I tell you about that you told me that you didn't love what you saw i didn't because it's a scam dude only fans is a fucking scam wait what let me tell you why <laughs> so you think that you pay five dollars you see these things like oh i'm running an only fans five dollars you think that you pay that and you get to see like 
them nude and doing all the lewd, crude, partially nude <laughs> shit, mm. right? Railing lines and banging nines. But you don't because OnlyFans has introduced a new feature that you can not only subscribe to it, but you can also pay additional money for individual videos. Mm-hmm. So it's a scam. So you pay $5 and you see like, oh, boobies. But then also, if you want to see the good shit, you need to pay $20 a video. And they don't tell you that on the outset. Yeah, I've heard about this, that that like $5 is becoming kind of like the floor. Yeah. It's like an entry fee. And then when you get in, you get upcharged. Um, but I just think that's really smart because a lot of these OnlyFans things, you know what? Here's what I want to say about OnlyFans, listeners, if you're going to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Either $5 or $49.95. Nothing in between. Because, like, you either have to be like, I am high quality, I am worth $50. Or, hey, I'm just a casual $5 lady. Hey, it's $5. It's not bad. I hate when someone's like, $13 for my OnlyFans. Yeah. It's like, you're assigning a weird value to your sex that's hard to grasp. $9.99. <laughs> that's no. what I'd price my OnlyFans at. Terrible, terrible. Why? $49.99. No, Sriracha, I'm going to tell you right now. If you ever started OnlyFans, $99.99 a month. <laughs> because you because the thing is, once you establish your value, you that's it. You can't start fucking with that number. I could totally get somebody if I made my OnlyFans like $9,999.99 and then it's just a picture of me doing this. I bet you could, but if that What have pic- you disgusting simps out there would buy that? By the way, the, the, her doing this was her holding up both middle fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if that double middle finger sh- shot of Surnachos is an NFT- Oh, that's true. Oh, my God. NFTs are a thing. Only owner of the double middle finger Sir Nacho's only OnlyFans ever. Be real with me. Have you ever considered buying an NFT? Oh, God, no. No. I've considered selling them, but not buying them. Yeah, I'm going to make this. I'm going to pixelate it of me giving up both middle fingers. Maybe I'll put my tits out or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Look, look, whatever. I'm not here to tell a lady what to do with her body. And look, and look we'll cut this out of the podcast, but like. I don't want to be. I don't want to be one of these guys that like tells a girl like, "Hey, don't go on OnlyFans." But I also don't want to be one of these guys that's like, "Hey, go on OnlyFans." <laughs> I mean, it's like both are bad. Both are bad. The only the only way to win in 2021 is to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> no, this leave this in. But um, I think it's weird when dudes are like, "Only I'm allowed to see your body," because I mean, we freed the nipple. In New York, I understand like your genitals, yeah. kind of, but people see me all the time. Like, not my nipple. I don't walk around with my nips protruding. But yeah, but also imagine this. Oh, my girlfriend's so hot. Oh, I love it when people simp for my girlfriend and pay her money, and then she uses that money to buy me tendies. It's like oh, I don't know which is worse. Which is worse, guy that gets off on people perving on his girlfriend or guy that's like so nervous that his hot girlfriend is going to leave him that he's like, I need to lock up my hot girlfriend in a cage. I mean, I think the second one is worse. The guy that really wants his girlfriend on OnlyFans. Here's my. It's a little bit worse, isn't it? it, It's funny. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's worse because I kind of understand, like, if you have been cheated on in the past, maybe you'll be like, or like, if you had a girlfriend in the past who was like, 
a sexy girl and on the internet. Like an like, e-girl. Yeah, an e-girl. Sure. And she cheated on you with one of her sims. I could understand being afraid, like, oh, I don't want this to happen again. I'm going to try to overcompensate for that. Isn't it your fault for staying in a girl relationship with someone who cheated on you, though? Like, that's the problem. The, like, the girl didn't cheat on you because you didn't have her locked up tight enough. No, I'm not saying, like, even if you broke up with that girl, mm-hmm. if you date another girl and she's like, oh, I want to oh, make a Twitch channel or girl. something. I, yeah, you'd I'm be so, like... Residual baggage bullshit. Okay, like, I'm sorry, you're right. Unlocking a memory that maybe you don't even unconsciously have. You're like, oh, no, no, you can't do that because... uh in the back of your brain, you're like, oh, she's also going to cheat on me with one of her sims. The other thing is just a straight up weird shit fetish. Now that now that we've talked it out, I definitely agree. At least in the current society, like, I hate to use this phrase, but in our society. We do live in a society. We do live in one, according to the, according to the Justice League trailer. <laughs> but not the Justice League movie. Um, also the memes. Also the memes. Um... <laughs> It is more acceptable to be overprotective of your girlfriend's tibbies than underprotective of them. Sriracha, don't you dare open an OnlyFans. I swear to God, if you open an OnlyFans, I'm gonna, I will destroy the internet. I will bring Bob the Internet Lumberjack back from the dead, and we will scrub every sweet tibby off the internet. Don't worry about it, because people have messaged me on Instagram, like, when are you opening an OnlyFans? I was like, you don't want to see that shit. You just got to trust me when I tell you I will ruin sex for you. I would ruin a threesome. People are DMing you and they're asking you when you're going to open an OnlyFans? Oh, dude, it's like a... I know you don't believe me. Oh, no, no. But of course I believe you. Why would you lie about this? It's like uh, when it's something that men can't see, but women can. Like every, pretty much every time I go outside, I get street harassed. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't get street harassed when I'm with you because there's a male presence there. So when these fucking parasocial relationship idiots think that they've got me alone and got me cornered, they can ask me weird shit. I one million, per- I one million percent believe you. Like, I, like, yeah. You know why? Because I'm a dude, and dudes are weird. Like, dudes are weird. Uh, one time, I made a joke on the podcast about selling my socks, and a gentleman messaged me on uh, Instagram. I was joking. I was like, I'll sell my socks for $1,000 because that's a crazy. Nobody would ever pay that. So the gentleman messages me on Instagram and is like, I won't pay $1,000 for your socks, but I will pay you $1,000 if you crap in a pair of panties and ship them to me. And I sat there and I was like, did you create a new Instagram account just to ask me this? The guy's like, yeah, because... Because it doesn't have a profile picture. It was like just a string of numbers. He's like, yeah, my wife checks my Instagram. And I was like, why does your wife check your Instagram? He's like, because I think uh, she thinks I'm cheating on her. And I was like, let's explore this deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. Maybe she should be checking your Instagram if you're emailing podcasters, asking them to shit in a pair of panties and ship them to you. We could have just used my shit. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Remember that one time when I had Fruit of the Loom as a client? I called you up. And I was like, I have like a, like, there's just a table at my office full of panties. What's your panty size? I'm going to bring you home a hundred pairs of granny panties. Remember that? I do. And I was like, uh, 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 because uh, women's sizing is so fucked. Have oh, we talked about this in the podcast yet? We have, we have not talked about this in the podcast. I am a size. Guess what size I am, Mysterious? In a dress. Sure. Extra small. No, number. Oh. <laughs> See, that's how fucked dudes are. They don't even know how it's sized. Zero? Okay, so when you walk into a store and you search for pants, you look for a number, right? 
Yes. So men's pants are sized in numbers. So, for example, if you wear a size, I don't know, 30 sure. in pants, it means that your waist is 30 inches. That's what it means. None of that exists for women. I'm sorry, what? So we have numbers. I'm a size six, by the way. Okay. And I know you're thinking, listener, what does that mean? Fuck you. <laughs> That's what, what that means. You have a six-inch waist. I could be a size zero. I'm a size zero at Old Navy, and I'm also a size 12 at Boohoo, because fuck you. Women's sizing, it's not standardized at all. Every brand just fucking makes up whatever the fuck they want to. And then you've got these motherfuckers, like the assholes at Old Navy who are like, oh, we're going to do, you heard of vanity sizing? Yes, it's the only reason I haven't killed myself. Because like <laughs> because every like I'm still technically like a 34 in pants because 34 probably means 38 at this point and like I've just grown up with vanity sizing. It's great. It's just like the whole world's conforming to the boomer like a beautiful Playboy magazine, a topic that we will return to at the end at of this segment. At some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, just relaying these breadcrumbs. By the way, we will also return to why Trisha Paytas and someone named, I don't know, Diamond Tiger yeah. were fighting. We will answer all these questions, listeners. Now, tell me about vanity sizing. Okay, so vanity sizing, listener, is when uh, you say... Okay, so this is a pair of pants, and it will fit somebody with a 27-inch waist. We're going to call this a 24, because when women put it on in the dressing room, they're going to think, holy shit, I've got a 24-inch waist. i got to buy these, because they make me feel hot as fuck. Trisha Paytas. Anyways, so she, Nikita Dragon, goes back through Trisha Paytas's tweets, and back to like 2010, something like crazy long ago, where Trisha Paytas was talking about how she wanted to have sex with an influencer who at that point was underage. We know he was underage because she said something like, I know David Dobrik isn't 18 yet, but I would totally rail that dick or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Nikki the Dragon's like, you're a fucking pedophile. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Kith, you're a kiff lover. You know what? Nikki the Dragon's like, you know what? I give up for, for this. Uh, the ad rev is gone in this episode. The ad rev is gone. <laughs> Pedophile, 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 pedophile. Just pedophile. say the word pedophile. We'll make the money back next week. Oh, finally. Cunt, 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 cunt. God damn it. I have Tourette. Anyways, so Nikita Dragon's like, you're a fucking pedophile. You want me to have sex with this 17-year-old. And Trisha Paytas goes through uh, Nikita Dragon's tweets and sees that Nikita Dragon was hanging out with James Charles, mm -hmm. which I think was the inciting incident for this, actually, now that I'm really searching my memory. So James Charles, you know James Charles, he's a beauty tuber. Yeah, he's he's the guy that, that has great makeup and the internet is either angry at him or apologizing to him. Like and I I never know if he's a hero or a villain. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, so. so I just stay out of it. So the last time we talked about James Charles, James Charles was the hero. Right. Because Jeffree Star and uh, this stupid bitch named Tatiana, I don't re even remember her last name, was like, James Charles is a predator. He this, that, and the other thing. And Jeffree Star, who is a fucking drama magnet, <laughs> is like, I'm going to expose you. And James Charles is like, here's all the text messages. Listen, I didn't have sex with the 17-year-old. I tried to hook up with this dude 
who was a waiter. Oh, Tatiana's like, James Charles preys on service workers because we were at my birthday party. And James Charles tried to hook up with the waiter and said, I'm famous. Uh, I can do whatever I want. And James Charles is like, here's a bunch of text messages between me and my personal friends that I knew before like I was on YouTube. I'm famous is Zoomer slang for uh, I think it's really cool. So I could be like, hey, Stereos, that Ben Saint t-shirt, that's famous. That way. Like, that looks great. Really? Yeah. It's not a slang word that I use, but apparently that is what it means. Okay. So apparently James Charles said, I'm famous at like, I think I look really hot tonight. Yeah. And Tati, who's a fucking boomer. Right. Who's like 40. Right. <laughs> right uh, who's like, oh, he's saying that he's famous so he can fuck the waiter. And then uh, James Charles revealed like all these text messages between him and the waiter where they did hook up or the waiter was like, I think I might be gay. Would you like to? And James Charles was like, okay, well, I'm gay. So would you like to come over to my hotel room and maybe go on a little datey date? Mm -hmm. And the waiter came over. And uh, at the last minute decided, like, this ain't for me. Yeah. <laughs> Not into cock. <laughs> and then so, didn't James Charles, like, send a bunch of texts that were like, just want to make sure you got home safe. Yes. Like, like, uh, he's like, that's fine. You're good. Like, have a great night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's where I left off with James Charles. Like, I left off being like, I was wrong. I guess he's a hero. But now Twitter's mad at him. And I'm just like, I, you know what? I'm checking out of this. I don't. I realized. <laughs> I don't need to know his alignment on the D&D &D grid. Like, I don't care. I don't care who this person is. Apparently, they're great at makeup. Bully for them. I'm out. Apparently, uh, he's back to being chaotic evil. <laughs> he was chaotic good at one point, but now I don't care why he's chaotic evil. I don't care. So, Patricia Pay, but... Dragon, what's what's the name of the other person? So Nikita Dragon. So Nikita Dragon was saying, Trisha Paytas, you're friends with James Charles, or was Trisha Paytas other way around? Ah! <laughs> Trisha Paytas is like, well, you're still friends with James Charles. Here's a bunch of uh, text messages between James Charles. James Charles trying to hook up with a 17 year old or something so she's like you are a pedophile actually and Nikki the Dragon's like no you are a pedophile and I'm like maybe the pedophile real pedophiles were the friends we made along the way guys guys you can both be pedophiles there's enough pedophilia to go around in Hollywood there's enough 17 year olds believe me well I don't like that last part alright there now we've sealed this up now bringing us back to which is more boomer this is why I think Playboy is more boomer because Playboy is currently irrelevant. The last time Playboy got attention was for removing nudity from its magazines when they realized that their only customers were like 70-year-old men who can only get off to a certain aesthetic. They were like, nudity, it's back. It's better than ever. Nudity, nudity, nudity. We love nudity. We love nudity. You have to go out of your way to buy a Playboy and if you buy a Playboy, you're weird. If you go to Hooters, Hooters is still relevant. It, it's not. It's not culturally relevant. I was going to say. Allow me. Just let me let me make my case here. You finish. Granted, Hooters is not in the zeitgeist, but you could walk into a Hooters at any time, and there's attractive women in their twenties and thirties. You can buy some wings. You can leer at them, like. <laughs> Because Hooters is still like an accessible thing that you could still do. And also like 
going to like leer at waitresses is something an 18 year old wants to do and a 68 year old wants to do. An 18 year old is not excited about Playboy. Like, if it's there, they'll read it, but they would rather go on the internet and find their weird porn where like you pay $20 to make a clip of someone hypnotizing you into pretending to be a lady. Mm, sissy, hypno sissy, is that what that's called? Hypno, yes, exactly. <laughs> Now, there, I've made my case. Now, please rebut. Okay. Now, you mentioned something about Zoomers wanting to seek out their weird porn. Yes. Zoomers do not like breasts. I've heard about this. Have you seen that? We are into asses. You're into asses. Yeah, I know you're into asses. So, the entire conceit of Hooters, not only is it irrelevant. Oh, let me ask you also, sidebar. Have you ever went to Hooters and been like, wow, that was a great meal that I had? We've all, I've only been to Hooters once in my life. It was with you because yeah. you wanted to see, because you were like, I want to see what all the fuss is about. And then you complained that the lady's breasts were too small. See, she didn't even have big tits. Back me up on this. I. She was a model. She had model-esque, models or A-cups. She was like a little model, this I girl. have seen significantly hotter women just at a restaurant. Well, here. all I'm doing is pointing out that for someone who says Zoomers don't like breasts, you sure were upset that those breasts were small. I like tits. Yeah. I like tits as much as the next guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying I've seen better tits on just fully clothed waitresses yeah. in New York City. That's true. The fucking waitress that we had... Last weekend was hotter than that waitress. To be fair, we were in Florida, so we're grading on a curve here. No, Florida's full of hot people. Are you kidding me? Miami's full of hot people. And Tampa. Not Orlando. Not Orlando. Orlando is full of fully clothed Mormon women who are taking their kids to Disney World. Orlando has seven hot people, and they're, they all work for the Disney Corporation as princesses. Exactly, yes. And they're not even hot. Like, have you really looked a princess in the face? You don't think the you don't think these Disney princesses are hot? Wow, this is Sriracha's hot, spicy takes episode. Ala- this episode we're calling Sriracha spicy takes. You don't think the girl dressed up like Cinderella or Snow White or Princess Jasmine running around Disneyland in a little blue bra? Allow me to make my case. Okay, so uh, your honor. <laughs> I've been to Disney World. I think more than most people. Right? How many times have we even went? Twice. I went one time before I was dating you, and it was in California. You went to Disneyland, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have went to Disneyland t- or Disney World twice. Yes. And I think that's more than most Americans. I 1 million percent agree, yes. We went to the Food and Wine Festival. We went to Epcot. Epcot, yeah. I love Epcot. And I, I was still great. drinking at that point. That was great. I had Caprahenia. We we went to Disney World with the intention to get drunk. Yeah, we did. Which is a privilege. Like that's a the actual classes of America is it's not the one percent and the ninety nine percent. It's never been to Disney World. Went to Disney World once and then goes to Disney World just to get drunk at the Food and Wine Festival. We're Those mon- are the three tiers. We're monsters, and if terrorists crashed a plane into our apartment building, I'd be like, Yeah, we've earned this. Yeah, we have. Uh, fuck America. Anyways. Also capitalism. Uh, if you really look at the face characters, that's what they call them. Mm-hmm. They are not super hot because the face characters are people that have had to do their time at Disney, which treats their employees like absolute fucking shit, by the way. Like if you read anything anywhere, it's like Disney is basically one step above slave labor. Yeah. 
Yes, absolutely. They make they have this thing called the Disney College Intern Program, where I know this because I know somebody who went from my college to the Disney College Intern Program because she's like, oh, I love Disney and I'm going to get to like go to Disney World whenever I want. Uh, they force you to live in specific housing that they like they pay you minimum wage, but then they take all of that back because they force you to live in basically a uh, barrack style housing. That's like $400 a month, something insane. Yes. It is literally slave labor. So, but the people that get to be the face characters, that's like the top tier. That's like the Disney royalty. You have to be in the suit or be working at like the Starbucks for X number of years before you even get considered to be a face character. So all these face characters are in their 30s and they look like they've got the stress of having worked at Disney for a while. And also, if you're hot, if you're a hot 30-year-old, you're not working at Disney because you're not putting up with this garbage. You're getting a sugar daddy or you're being a stripper or literally anything else. Maybe you're working at YSL. They only hire hot people, but those hot people get commission on a $2,600 bag. So they're making like $500 a day, which you sure as shit are not working, making fucking Frappuccinos at Disney World. You become a face character because you've been infected with the Disney virus. Exactly. Thank like, you. The only like the only people who work at Disney have been brainwashed by the Disney Channel and the commercials for Disney and a football player saying, I'm going to Disneyland and the books and the movie. Yeah, it's it's a virus. And who have it made it there and have not gone through the Disney college program and been like, fuck you. Right. I'm gonna go get an actual job. Exactly, because if they're gonna make you a face character, they need to make sure you're fully broken. Right. We're talking about Hooters versus Playboy. <laughs> Hooters versus Play. We're not talking about pedo fights. We're not talking about corporate malfeasance. Hooters versus Playboy. You're right. I think Playboy's more boomer than Hooters, <laughs> which is also boomer. Remember, I agree that Hooters is Boomer. I just think Playboy is more Boomer. I disagree. And listener, you're going to have to, we got to throw up a straw poll or something. Well, you've already done a poll on Twitter. And we will get to the results of that poll at the end of the episode. Now, please continue. But they haven't heard my arguments yet. Okay, Your Honor. two polls. Okay. We don't fucking convict somebody without a trial. <laughs> so okay. Why would you vote with that? You know what? You're right. Twitter.com slash Stereos is going to have a poll. And it's going to be a straw poll, too. You're going to have to click a link. Yeah. Which means you really want this. Because I don't want, like, drive-by normies just clicking on something. This is for the listeners. Right. Or if we're going to put it on Twitter, you got to do a see the results. Exactly. Option. Yes. Okay. You go to you go to Twitter.com slash Stereos. The pinned tweet will be a reasonably difficult to access poll. Please continue. Uh, like I was saying, I don't think the Disney princesses are hot, Your Honor. <laughs> I'm ready for cross-examination now. <laughs> you, you have... Okay. You know what? And this is totally fair. Because you have lady standards for hotness. I have dude standards for hotness. The lady looks like a cartoon. Which is like a what caveman? Like, Ongabaga will fuck. <laughs> is that, that lady's dressed... Yo, the Little Mermaid's here... And she's in real life. I'm good enough. Good enough. There's a redheaded lady wearing the seashell bra. I'm into it. I'm not analyzing her face for stress lines. I'm analyzing her bra for love. You are fucking lucky that you work in advertising and you're not a lawyer. 
<laughs> because I would have fucking destroyed you. <laughs> Yeah! All right, we're doing another poll. Okay. Are the Disney princesses in the at Disney World at Disneyland hot? Are the face characters hot? Now we got two polls. And listener, don't you dare Google like uh you can only vote in this poll if you've been to Disney and you've seen a face character because they photoshop the absolute fuck out of everything. It's like that picture of Khloe Kardashian they're trying to scrub from the internet. Tell people about this. Oh, baby, oh, baby. I wait my entire life. This is like you've really unlocked Pandora's box because I love telling people about this. All right. So uh, you know the Streisand effect? Uh, unfortunately, yes. All right. So listener, these Laura, the Streisand effect is when you tell somebody like, don't think about pink elephants. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Pink elephants, Pink obviously. Elephant, yeah. So Barbara Streisand, at one point, somebody, a paparazzo or something, took a photo of her house and put it on the internet. And Barbara Streisand freaked the fuck out. And she was like, get this off of here. I want this off the internet, blah, blah, blah. So the paparazzi gets wind that she's trying to like scrub this thing from the internet. And of course, they just post it everywhere because that's how you get clicks, right? You know that Barbara Streisand is trying to get this picture of her house off the internet. So what's the first thing you Google? Barbara Streisand's house. Right, exactly. The news coverage of her trying to remove a photo of her house ironically propagated the photo of her house far more than it would have if she had just left it alone. Right, and this happened in the early 2000s when the internet, where it was feasible to get something off of the internet to cut the internet down. That's very true. So you think that people would have learned by now that the Streisand effect is in full effect always, all the time, around the clock. Like, the internet don't sleep. So Khloe Kardashian is a famous bitch who is famous for... She's the ugliest Kardashian sister. And she went to a pool party at her grandmother's house. And her grandmother doesn't really understand how the internet works, I guess. So she takes a picture of Chloe and puts it up on her personal Instagram. The grandma took a picture of Chloe Kardashian and, and the grandma put it up on grandma on Gramstagram. Gramstagram, yeah. Uh, and grandma obviously doesn't know that there's a whole Photoshop. Like, Chloe has a team of people working to Photoshop all of her pictures to make sure that she doesn't look like the ugliest Kardashian sister. <laughs> so grandma just puts up this completely raw dogged, unedited photo up on her Instagram. And of course, there's like... Uh, it's the most famous family. They're more famous than the fucking monarchy <laughs> of England. So they have people monitoring all of their family members. So the paparazzi gets this photo and repu- republishes it. I think it showed up originally on r slash Instagram versus reality. Oh, no. Which is an awesome subreddit. <laughs> right. Because so at the okay and this is what's great about this grandma pool party. So like Chloe took a picture of herself. And the team photoshopped the fuck out of it. Right. And she like got that hourglass body. And it's posted like hours apart from grandma's Instagram. <laughs> right. So like it, we, it's, this is great. We have a real Instagram versus reality. It, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. So Chloe then called up her lawyers. And Chloe was like, DMCA and Sue, everyone yeah. who puts up this unedited photo of me. Cut down the internet. Take I it want- down. I want this photo sued off the internet. Didn't you tell me that just like random people on Twitter got like DMs from her lawyers? Yes. And their lawyers are threatening them like uh, this is copyright infringement. So, of course, then they spread it fucking like wildfire all over. And the funny thing, the funniest part of this is it's not even a bad picture. Like, she looks fine. She just doesn't look like the absolute nightmare of a Photoshop hellscape 
eldritch abomination that's on her Instagram normally. <laughs> yeah, I saw the picture. That looks like Khloe Kardashian. That picture of Khloe, it's like, hey, hey, good for you. Look, yeah. it looks like you're, it looks like you're dieting. It, you know, it looks like you're eating right and stuff. Like she didn't have. And again, because all because the ad rev is out the window, she didn't have cum gutters like she does in the Photoshop version, where they like they like surgically add cum gutters in Photoshop. Oh, I hate that phrase. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to my life. Every phrase you say, I'm some con 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 pedo con. I had to learn what black fishing was this morning. Oh, that's not nearly as lewd or crude as the word cum gutters. But you already knew the word cum gutters like i had to learn you made a new wrinkle in my brain and it's black fishing and it's trisha paytas accusing another lady of black fishing which (laughs) which then turns into like some sort of wizard fight where they're launching pedophile accusations you are a pedophile you're a pedophile no you are a pedophile Oh, serious, i heard you fucked a 16 year old when you were 17 you're a fucking pedophile oh my all right anyway yes so so, R.I.P. to Khloe Kardashian, because now we all know that you look like a normal lady. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, heavens. All right. <laughs> now, I, now, I'm going to, again, just really quickly repeat my reasons why I think Playboy is more boomer. Okay. And I'll tell you what. I'll repeat them one of the times so you closing can Closing arguments. Them. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah I don't need a closing argument. I've talked enough. I'm, I'll set you up. Like, uh, number one. The only people that buy Playboy are like weird super perverts. Whereas like going to a Hooters is like, it's just something you can do. What do you think? The, um, the scarcity argument. I think that the scarcity argument is irrelevant. Okay. Because Hooters, it, it's like apples to oranges. Like Hooters is food. Uh, Playboy's porn. You can get porn at any second of the day, like for free. I can't get food in any second of the day for free. So obviously this is going to be more no available t- t- in hard, its original medium. Hard disagree. You can go to a restaurant at any point of the day. You don't have to go to Hooters. What I'm saying is you can't get food from a restaurant for free. You can't get free food at a Hooters. What are you talking about? Hooters doesn't have free food. Your Honor, he is intentionally misunderstanding my argument. Okay, what I'm saying, pornography, Uh right? Do you agree that you can get porn at any point of the day for free? You could go on the internet and Google. Yes or no question, Your Honor? Yes. Yes. All right. Do you agree that you cannot get food at any point of the day for free? Yes. So if something is available in its original medium, fucking capitalism, that you have to pay for, will you not agree that that business model will be more prolific than something that you can get, sometimes I see by accident, (laughs) on the internet for free? I agree with you. So do you understand my argument now? Yes. All right. Now you may speak. (laughs) If you want to find Playboy nudes, you can get them for free. You can just go on Twitter and you can Google Trisha Helfer naked Playboy. You are making my case for me. I'm saying that this business model has been degraded by the internet in a way that the restaurant industry has not. I'm not saying that there's not a ton of restaurants and that you can't go to a restaurant at any point that you want. I'm saying that the fundamental business model has been undercut. I agree. 
that 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 it's harder out there for a pornographer. But if you are someone who is specifically seeking out Playboy nudes, who you is are that person? A boomer, which is why Playboy is boomer because the the Playboy aesthetic of airbrushed, soft lighting, like impeccably shaved, not a lot of shots of the gooch, just the mons, <laughs> like um, you know, girls with uh, big implants. Uh, it's it, there is a Playboy nude aesthetic. And if you ascri- if that aesthetic is what gets you going, the other thing that gets you going is the early bird special at Denny's because you're a <laughs> fucking boomer. Whereas people from 18 to 88 like going to Hooters. Hmm. That's a very good argument that I didn't think about was that there is a Playboy girl yes. that boomers are into. But I think that that girl also works at Hooters. Yes. Like, think about it. It's like big titties, no butt, and bleach blonde, and has their nails done you all the time. Are you the thing you forget? You are getting too lost in the wing sauce here of Hooters. <laughs> like, yes, granted, the term Hooters and the fact that there's a big owl with two big eyes is obviously all references to breasts. They're wearing tight little orange shorts and they're wearing stockings. Like, the the waitress that we saw at Hooters had a really nice butt. I mean, I don't remember her ass. I was not looking at the ass. Okay. Because it was at a Hooters. You know, you're allowed to look at both when you go to Hooters. You don't have to just focus on one. There's a whole buffet of lady parts there. What are you talking about? I thought if we, we had to pay extra if we looked at the ass. Anyway. You have to pay extra if you look at another waitress that's not yours. Also. Anyway. And if your waitress doesn't have her nails done, you get your meal for free. So, so... Like, um, Playboy is a, uh, Playboy is owned by the boomer, Hugh Hefner. Isn't he dead? Yes. But the Hefner family still owns Playboy. Like, his daughter runs it now. Like, what could be more boomer than a guy in a smoking jacket living in a mansion with, like, having held a bunch of girls hostage? And, like, they have to live there. And there's a grotto, which is just like a syphilis pond. The proto-hooters. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. Like, like, the boomer is Hugh Hefner. And he's the symbol of Playboy. I mean, I agree that Hugh Hefner is definitely a boomer. But where did he get this idea of oh. hooters? <laughs> that is not true okay think about it uh no no don't think about it i'm not gonna give you time to like unwind some sort of weird series of lies playboy dates back to like the 40s and 50s this guy was so boomer that even when he was young he was like i want to see naked ladies what could be more boomer than that uh marilyn monroe who was the first uh playboy cover right and who likes marilyn monroe Boomers like Marilyn Monroe. Zoomers like a picture of Marilyn Monroe covered in tattoos, holding Glocks. <laughs> Those T-shirts that yeah. you buy at the beach. Yeah, exactly. Classic. Boomers like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Zoomers like Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny with guns and yes. also tattoos, and also Bugs Bunny is black. Stop blackfishing Bugs Bunny, please. <laughs> like uh, he's got the gun. And he's like, Lord, forgive me. I shat and I didn't wipe. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying, at least when you, okay, so 
would you agree with the argument that boomers are bigger simps than zoomers? No. Okay. Oh, here we go. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you guys give bits to people to say your names on Roblox streams? We also pay $5 to see like a girl's whole asshole in taint. Boomers had to fucking marry that bitch. Like back in the day, you couldn't even see a vagina unless you were committed and you could like give half of your assets to a woman. Which is why boomers loved Playboy so much, because it allowed you to get the milk without buying the cow. Exactly. That's why Playboy was like this weird thing in boomer culture where it was like, finally, nudity, oh my God. But Hooters is simpery in its absolute purest form. Interesting. Because Hooters, you pay money and you for a girl to pretend to like you, which is Twitch, by the way. <laughs> like the e-girl, but she's in real life. I agree that I agree that Hooters is a pretty fucked boomery simpy thing. It's just Playboy is more boomer. And your honor, there is nothing more boomer than simpery. <laughs> Boomers are simps. No. Zoomers are simps. That's not true. Yes, it is. You guys invented OnlyFans. Like, the ultimate simp platform is what you guys do. You like you guys are... Co- Who do you think's on Twitter? Who do you think reply guys are? I don't believe that OnlyFans is simpery. Okay. Make your case. You're, you're paying a lady... You're paying, like, a lady you know money to see her naked? Because, like... And how the fuck is that different than Playboy? It's... I mean, I get okay. You want me to argue that they're both simpery? I mean, here's how they're different. I don't know the models in Playboy. A lot of OnlyFans is this. Oh, that girl I went to high school with opened an OnlyFans because she's she can't afford her rent because the economy is fucked and because I guess all I guess everyone has to take their clothes off now to survive in this capitalist hellscape. That's uh, one of the reasons why I'll never open an OnlyFans is Mm -hmm. because I read this study somewhere. They did like an actual study and they were like, what percentage of, like they got a group of dudes and they were like, do you subscribe to OnlyFans? And if they said yes, they got included. And if they said no, they didn't. Mm -hmm. And something like 73% of them only subscribed to one girl and it was only because they went to high school with her. (laughs) Yes, I know that. Which is why I'm saying OnlyFans is simpery. Because, like, I don't know Trisha Helfer. I'd love to see her naked. That'd be great. But, like, girls I went to high school with are on OnlyFans. And if I want to see them naked because they wouldn't go out with me in high school and because this is the closest I'll ever get to seeing Deborah, like, and, like, imagining I'm with Deborah and jerking off to being with Deborah and, like, fulfilling some weird, like, high school fantasy that never happened, that's simping with a capital S and a capital I and a capital M and a capital P. And that P stands for I finally saw Deborah's P. All right. Now imagine this. Now imagine you paid money to Deborah, but you didn't get to see her naked, and she also pretended that she liked you. All right. Option A, you get to pay money and see her naked. And option B is you pay money and you don't see her naked. Which one is more simping? I agree that I agree that option B is more simping. That is what Hooters is. Well, Sriracha, I really don't have an argument against whatever you just said. It was very convincing. Thank you, Your Honor. I still think Playboy is more boomer than Hooters, but I think it's time we let the listeners decide. Aunt Laura, please call in and tell us what is more boomer. Yes, exactly. Aunt Laura, please call this phone number for voicemails. 
848-863-5343. Or get your iPhone out, open up the Voice Notes app, record a little voice note, and then email it to theloudestpodcast at gmail.com. And it's now time for my favorite part of the show, which is voicemails. Oh, we got some good ones today. I baby. can't fucking wait to hear these goddamn voicemails. <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. All right, let me get my headphones. Hey, uh, Studio Sarantra. So, um, I was listening to last week's podcast, and then I heard Sarantra reference Wendigoon, who's like this conspiracy theory channel on YouTube. Who I think it's pretty cool. He's the guy and that I was wondering, the Kith thing. Um, what are your favorite conspiracies for each of you? And then is there any, like, conspiracies that one of you believes and the other doesn't you guys fight about? Because that'd be pretty funny. That's it. Bye. Uh, I don't know. What's your favorite conspiracy? Uh, my personal favorite conspiracy theory is that curly fries were invented by the ketchup industry because they take more ketchup per dunk. I believe it now. That's the funniest conspiracy I understand. But, like, uh, is it even fair to call them conspiracy theories? Because, like, MK Ultra did happen. <laughs> I know. It's like a lot of this stuff. Like, the CIA did try to overthrow a bunch of governments. I unironically do believe that the royal family coordinated having Diana killed. <laughs> Why not? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be jealous of that lady? And I think that Meghan Markle is going to meet the same fate. Well, that's a fucking conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's my uh, biggest conspiracy theory that I do believe. My favorite conspiracy theory, which I don't believe, but I still love, is called the Planet X scenario. Um, so, like, all right, imagine this. The Earth orbits around the sun, um, let's say horizontally, even though that's not true. Okay. Um, there is a planet made of pure antimatter called Planet X. Nibiru! Is it Nibiru? Yeah, exactly. It's like anti-Earth. And it orbits around the sun vertically. And one of these days, the orbits are going to line up exactly, and Earth is going to crash into antimatter Nibiru counter-Earth, and all life in the universe is going to end. Oh, well, if we're talking about conspiracy theories that we don't believe that are funny. Okay. Uh, obviously, the Illuminati. That's hysterical. The Illuminati is great. I, and you know what? The Illuminati has great branding. That little logo with that little uh, the eye in the triangle? Terrifying. If I got a letter that had the eye in the triangle in it, I would stop looking into whatever they didn't want me looking into. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good conspiracy theories. QAnon, top second. <laughs> Those guys, those adorable those little guys. Those silly heads. Those I little. like, I especially like the idea that, because uh, people are like, oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z are in the Illuminati. Like, you think they're just going to let normies into it? I mean, I like the I like the idea that you can buy your way into the Illuminati. I think that's like very progressive that like the Illuminati lets new money in. Oh, see. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, this is what I'm saying. The Illuminati, forward-thinking, progressive. They don't care where you've came from. They just care where you're going. I was going to say, that bitch grew up in Texas. Like, we have documented her childhood. She's used to sing in a choir. See, I always thought of the Illuminati as... So there's Elon Musk, and he's so happy because he's looking at himself at the top of the world's richest people list. And then there's trillionaires, like, in the background who paid not to be on that list. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> See, that's what I thought the Illuminati is. Not, like, fucking billionaires like Beyonce. No, look, it's not. The Illuminati, the skull and bones, which is real, that's what the Illuminati is. The Illuminati is, like, old money families controlling the world. Yeah, like the Koch brothers or something. Yeah, he said, and it's like, well, you know what? That is how shit works. Like, they don't need to all get around the table and be like, let's use our money to, like, 
influence and control events to our whims. That's how money works. If you have a lot of money, you can control and influence events to your whims. You heard it, listeners. We believe in the Illuminati and also QAnon. <laughs> yeah, and the Planet X. All right, and uh, I also believe that this next voicemail is called Street Name Suck. Yeah. Hey, it's Sirius and Sonja. So I'm a pizza guy in the suburbs of Indiana, and I got a question. Why the fuck are street names in neighborhoods so goddamn shitty? Yes. There's yeah. a uh-huh. fucking neighborhood where all of the street names are named after like different Native American tribes. And it's like, well, are, okay, are this is a, a bad opening shot. Took their land and decided to name a street that Helen and her nine white children live on. Oh, no, now he's one <laughs> yeah, back see, over. This is a Sioux Pass. <clears throat> this is the Navajo Trail. Like, did you not understand what what the what, why what was the decision making process in that? And like. I don't know. Yeah, murder victim lane, genocide victim boulevard. (laughs) I live on genocide lane. I don't think there are. We should just call them. This is where the this this is Helen Street or this is Karen's Boulevard because they're going to act like they own the goddamn asphalt anyway. (laughs) This guy's funny. I love this guy. You should call it again, guy. Okay, whoever the Indiana pizza guy, call in again. And also, give us pizza guy secrets. Like, if there's, like, a special kind of pizza that only pizza guys order, like, we want to know. Um, uh, okay, well, table stakes. Every All streets should just be numbered, right? It's like, this is First Avenue, this is First Street. I guess the problem then becomes, like, when you travel... That too. Okay. But like when you travel from one town to the next, and does First Street just start again? Yeah. Because I think that might fuck up some commas, especially if you're in the same zip code. Um, but the, but like this is a thing. Like in Brooklyn, there's First Avenue and First Street. In Manhattan, there's First Avenue and First Street. Like in in downtown Los Angeles, there's like First Avenue and First Street. Like this does exist. There's such a, there's probably like thousands of First Streets in America, and we're fine. The yeah, country's not burning down. But they're not in the same zip code. And Manhattan and Brooklyn are most definitely not in the same zip code. Granted, but that's why I think you go up to like 200, 300. Like I don't think these numbers go high enough. I think you should be able to live on 425th Street. 987th Boulevard. I knew a girl in college who lived in the suburbs and we went to go visit her at one point and all the streets in her neighborhood were named after like award-winning racehorses. So it was like merry-go-lucky Boulevard. I was like, this is so stupid. Okay. Nah, nah, here's where I disagree with you. If you are going to name streets, you should have a theme. I forget, but like there's this one part of either Boston or New York or something where all the streets are named after presidents. There's like this other town, I forget, where like all the streams are named after like major universities. So it's like, here's Harvard Boulevard, and there's Yale Boulevard, and there's UCLA Boulevard. And it's like, at least then I, there's this, there is a system. These are all colors. Is it a weird random system that like, yeah, these are all different kind of flowers, like Magnolia Boulevard, Lotus Boulevard, Carnation Boulevard. Like, yeah, that's random. But it's like, at least I could kind of hold this in my head a little bit. I think we should name all of these streets after murder victims <laughs> to honor them. I 1 million percent agree with like, you. This is Simone Boulevard. Boulevard. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, the least we could do for the, the victims of the Manson family's crazy crawls is name some streets after them. Yeah, uh-huh. All right. I Yes, Sharon Tate way. Let's do it. All right, and then finally, this last voicemail is called, oh, God. It has the words Russell Greer in it. I'm just going to hit play. Yeah, just play it. Hey, what's going on, Loudest Podcast? It's uh, it's Smarty again. Uh, I just I, This is something I just need to talk to Sriracha about. So, Sriracha, let, let me tell you something really quick. Okay. Uh, I've been listening to some DSJ. I've been listening to some of the podcasts. And there's a song. This is Smarty, by the on way. One of them. Oh, by, uh, the man himself, Russell Greer. Oh, God. Uh, I think you know exactly what song it is. Yo, Yovana. Yo, Yovana. Um, and as I was listening to some of the more recent episodes of, sorry, as I was listening to some of the more recent episodes of uh, The Loudest Podcast, I realized something. Uh, Yo Yovana sounds like, it sounds exactly like the theme song of Nathan Masary's Love Me, Feed Me, Don't Leave Me. It but does. it sounds like it's the same guy, the same guy sang it. Uh, I, I just needed to talk about this discovery because I am losing sleep over it. Anyway, bye. Smarty, I think you just made a really good point. And I think the evidence of the point you made is Friday. Yeah. That song, Friday, Friday. It's just like, there's a program you can download that makes you sound okay. And the Love Me, Phoebe, Don't Eat Me, Yo, Yovana, Friday, like all these songs, like, I guess it's just possible to have like a mid-tier produced song for like 200 bucks you can get like a mid song. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe that there's some kind of key phrase that you have to google like singer Las Vegas or something. Yeah. That will get you this guy that has like a fucking ironclad grip on the industry. We could do this. We could make a hit song. We could. Okay, well, uh, what, what do we call it? Like, um... We call it Yo-Yo Vada. No, we're not calling it Yo-Yo Vada. Yo-Yo Vada. Do you want to... Do you got to know the sun's up shining? Because the light outshines it. That, this is the end of the episode. I'm ending <laughs> the episode right now. But between this... Uh, we got to come up with a hit song. We yes. could do it. Yes. If Yo-Yo Vana can do it and Friday can do it and Nathan Masby can do it, we can also have a song that sounds like it was recorded at the mall. <laughs> You're spicy like an enchilada. <laughs> you got that ocean vibe. <laughs> Take us away, Yo-Yo Vana. I'm not playing Yo-Yo Vana. Why? I'm not doing it. I'm not playing Yo-Yo Vana. This is our show. I'm not having it touched by that guy's weird filth. You gotta know the shunt up shine. Okay, I'll just sing the whole song then. Fine, go ahead. Yo, Yovana, do you wanna stop shaking? Cause you Dominican girls make the earth start quaking. You keep being you. I love that line because it implies that they're so fat that they literally cause an earthquake. That's it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Bye.